cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, the premier place for all things Batman. He is vengeance, he is the knight, and I'm M. And that's Autumn. Hi. It's episode 19. Yeah. Um, I um, had a guest. Uh, in my home all week and i'm getting ready for a move which is to say i have not read any fucking comic books i have not watched any more titans uh yeah (laughs) i um was at work today and i was like shit i've just been busy i haven't read a single goddamn comic uh i caught up on the bat family comic uh like you know uh the webtoon comic that is running that's very charming and good still i'm enjoying that quite a bit um but yeah i haven't read a single goddamn thing so yeah i think i'm one chapter behind on there it's very good I, i i like it quite a bit there's nothing to say do you are you interested in a slice of life batman comic you should go read it because it will take you six minutes to catch up on everything that's out so far yeah it's good but um, i yeah i have nothing it's fine sometimes you just don't have anything sometimes Which you just thursday don't have anything. i've just been i've been recording and like prepping for things and like editing literally all week on top of having a full-time job it's just hard sometimes it's just yep. hard full-time job guest in the home uh signed a lease like all you know everything congratulations you should have made your guest read some batman i should have i thought about making molly um watch this episode with me because i know she's been listening but i don't think she's been watching and this is one of my faves so Mm -hmm. um but i did not do that before she left so Eh, you're fine This episode, the 18th episode of Batman the Animated Series, is called Beware the Grey Ghost. It aired November 4th, 1992, uh, is animated by Spectrum Animation, a teleplay by Garen Wolf and Tom Ruger, story by Dennis O'Flaherty and Tom Ruger, and directed by Boyd Kirkland. Autumn, five sentences, what happens? Let's go. Sentence one. Um, we open on child Bruce Wayne um watching the gray ghost with his dad who is also voiced by kevin conroy which is very funny <laughs> yeah uh the gray ghost being a sort of like sort of like the shadow or the spirit or batman 66 like a tv serial about a superhero um <clears throat> sentence two in the present day there is a uh villain in gotham going by the mad bomber who is blowing up buildings and holding the town for ransom um in a plot that is to batman suspiciously similar to this episode of gray ghost he remembers um bruce wayne tracks down simon trent um the actor who played the gray ghost voiced by adam west um and uh like 
is trying to, you know, watch this episode so we can figure out, you know, what exactly the Mad Bomber is doing. And Simon Trent is being uncooperative because he's a down-on-his-luck actor um, who just wants to, you know, get the Grey Ghost out of his life. Um, eventually, um, after Batman becomes a very stern dad with Simon Trent, who is much older than him, um, Simon re- realizes he needs to cooperate with Batman and help him out and become, you know, the hero he was playing on TV. So he goes to help Batman out, and they figure out that it's these little RC cars that um, are, like, blowing up the buildings. And they, like, take one, and wouldn't you know it, Simon's um, uh, fingerprints are on these RC cars. So sentence five, they realize... This means that the culprit could only be um, this guy who, like, has a toy store on Trent's block um, where he sells, like, antique, you know, toys. And um, they go and they're going to arrest him. And he's like, oh, I'm a crazy otaku guy because it's the 90s. Um, Speculator bubble, blah, blah, blah. Um and they stop him from being the bad bomber and the day is saved and uh yeah great fucking episode one of the best classic <laughs> man the end cap doesn't even get a mention of now simon trent's famous again they're putting out the vi- the gray ghost on video uh and it's like a, an event people are lining up for it he's got a time magazine cover <laughs> I, dated october of 1992 this man is on the cover of time magazine with the shadow of the batman behind him um tacit implication that the people are sorry people magazine not time magazine people weekly thinks it's cool that the batman exists they're pro batman <laughs> uh welcome to resistance people magazine uh, and bruce wayne comes and gets like a video signed on video i assume it's a video yeah yeah um and does a little thing where maybe he reveals to simon that he's batman who could say who could say um except such fucking incredible (laughs) um so i grew up watching batman the 60s show on like I don't know what it was, Nickelodeon or something. I've no something aired it when I was young enough to not know what station it was anymore. But I definitely watched a whole fucking ton of that show as a kid. Have a lot of affection for it. I assume that's not true of you. No, I actually wanted to ask you about this because I was like, for me, I, you know, saw a bit of the animated series as a kid. Um, saw some other like DC shows as a kid have never have never actually watched an episode of the 60s show like i've never like sat down and watched that so i came if i saw this episode as a kid it was just another episode of the animated series to me and if i saw the first time i remember watching this was as like a teen going through the show and being like um oh that's adam west like i understand the reference it's doing i i wanted to ask you like does this re- did this reference play in 1992 cuz i don't know how well known was this was the 60s show in 1992 to like random I mean, children to random children i guess i don't know the answer to that like i feel like in many ways 89 washed away 60s batman in the in much of the consciousness but 60s show was on television with regularity you know mm-hmm. this was a 
if you had cable, they're, they're desperate for anything they could air. Um, <laughs> and old television was it back in the day before reality television took over, I guess. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I, I grew up on, like, I knew, I always knew Adam West was, he was, he was the first Batman. That's not even true, but like, I didn't know about the serials or anything. Mm. Um, and, uh, I really like that. I don't know if we should, we should, before we watch Batman and Robin, we should watch the movie based on the TV show. Like that Batman, I think it's yeah. Batman 66. Um, I, just, it's called Batman, whatever. But yeah, we should watch that just to give you a taste of what's going on with that. Um, yeah. cause the Schumacher films are definitely a vote, like calling back to that in a lot of ways. Um, and it's, it's good. That'll give you a good taste of whether you're interested in watching the show. I, we would never cover the show in full cause these are already thin and that's like a goofy that's like a fun show to watch uh especially if you just want to like chill out and get high or eat a burger or whatever you do when you're (laughs) chilling out um and watch batman uh 60s show it's great great for that um but i don't think we'd have a lot to say no no um but um yeah yeah I, i knew adam west was uh so it was always great to me. And like Adam West will appear in other future Batman things. It's weird. Cause like this occupies this really thin slice of time. Maybe it's not actually, it's probably like, it's probably like a thing that was just ending and not actually like, it probably lasted for decades. This idea that like actors just have their big role and that can like harm their career. And then they wash out and they can't like get it together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you hear, you see that now with like comic artists or, um, directors or whatever, where like someone's got to go fund me because they need a kidney and, you know, they did a thing that you remember, but that's, that doesn't pay the bills in the same way. But if you're right. an actor of a television show that people remember, the convention circuit will keep you paid if you want to do it. It exists. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think, I was thinking about that while, uh, watching the episode. I was like, I don't, I was, like, trying to, like, think about what's going on in the 90s, because um, that didn't feel true to me. Like, I just think this was true until, like, modernity, until the internet collapsed culture in a way mm-hmm. that, you know, if you're, if you're like, there, def- there were definitely cons, right? But, like... The Great Ghost is not a known, like, it wasn't like a super famous show that everyone watched a bunch, right? Like, Great mm. Ghost is not, it's not the Batman 60s show of the universe of Batman the Animated Series. It's like an obscurity that no one has tapes for because they were all destroyed. And if you didn't see it back in the day, no one's got, no one's got like bootleg copies or whatever. Turns mm. out Simon's got like actual, like film copies it seems to be the only ones that exist like it's a lost television show it's like a tv nerd the guy at the tv the tv museum or whatever uh knows about it but Mm. no people people don't know about it unless you watch it as a kid and there's lots of shows that are just dead to culture like that yeah less now because everyone needs a wikipedia niche and some people it's obscure television shows but um (laughs) there's still tons of shows that like came and went no one thinks about them yeah yeah like i um I very much think about sometimes, like, there was a very successful 70s Wonder Woman show, and there's, like, a very successful 70s, like, Hulk show. Those yeah, things the Linda just, Carter show's great. Yeah, like, those things just, like, don't exist in culture. Like, no one cares <laughs> anymore. It's, um, it's weird, because, like, Fallout of that, like, Linda Carter is, like, just a cameo machine and stuff because of, because she was the first Wonder Woman or whatever. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she's made her career off of that show. Um, and kind of the same way Adam West ended up doing uh, after yeah. Batman. The Hulk thing we, is weird, because, like... Lou Ferrigno for a long time was like on in like a, one of those convention mainstays, but like the sad, the, the Hulk sad piano theme is like, was like a joke for on the internet for like 10 years. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of gone away as like a reference, but like, 
And that's like, I've, I've never seen that show, but like, I know bits about how it works and like what the structure was and why, like what the, the jokes people mind out of it is. Right. I'd never, I'd never seen the Wonder Woman show until I got the DVDs and I, I've watched like a bit of season one and I enjoy it. It's fine. But like, it's just weird, right? Um, mm-hmm. those things end up being important to the culture more than they are like shows people watch. And I think that's true of like Batman 66. It's like a, some people have seen it and it has a really b- nice Blu-ray restoration you can get and, uh, yeah. it looks great. Um, but, it's not a thing people are going back and seeking in the same way, but Adam West has made his whole career, made his whole career about like, I'm, I'm TV's Adam West. I was the fucking Batman. Now I, I and then I became the mayor on family guy. Like those are his things. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably seeing this as a teenager, I first became familiar with Adam West through family guy, like family guy showing on adult swim at like, you know, 10 PM or whatever. And then <laughs> like worked backwards from there to, um, like an awareness of him as Batman. Um, yes. Uh, and it, it's just weird. Cause like it, it, it's this, and it's, yeah, like you said, it's like, Oh, this feels like maybe it was just a weird moment in the nineties, but I just think this was, this was popular culture before the internet and before like mm-hmm. niche cultures became the new mainstream. I just think this was true for decades. Like you did a show, it was enough to get you typecast, but not enough to get you paid. You think of like, you hear things about like how like William Shatner, who is like, like, He's a dirtbag and he sucks, but he's like a cultural icon in mm-hmm. modern days yeah. in a way that like post Star Trek, he just had a hard time getting work. Like he was in the cop show or whatever, but like yeah. he was typecast as Kirk and that's just like it ruined his career for a while there. Um, yeah. That would never happen today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like um, I remember when Birdman came out and like, you know, got a bunch of Oscars and it just felt like Michael Keaton didn't have like big roles for a little while there, but like yeah. Michael Keaton kept working i love multiplicity the... <laughs> that's a terrible comedy he did in the mid 90s i always think of um when i think of terrible uh michael keaton comedies i think of johnny dangerously which is pre-batman pre i think oh, okay. even beetlejuice but i love johnny dangerously uh, i've never i've never seen it it is a like 30s gangster movie pastiche like screwball oh, comedy thing um it's mm-hmm. terrible but i love it <laughs> okay, um but yeah, I just think this this episode re- represents a weird cultural moment. We have the toy collector guy who is who is designed on and is voiced by Bruce Tim himself. Um, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, and his whole thing. His whole thing is that he's a super collector and like a big nerd and he like, like to help that guy out. But he, he talks to us like, yeah, toys can do all sorts of things. I love toys. I've always loved toys. But you know what toys need? They need money. As much as they need like hair and attention, they need money. And I need to get money somehow so I can use toys to commit crimes. Um, and it's like, this dude would just have a YouTube channel. He would just show his toys off and he'd, he'd probably be very rich if he was just a guy who like <laughs> traded, did, would like traded old toys, had a museum, did videos on YouTube, unboxing shit. Um, he'd do just fine. I've fallen down many rabbit holes watching guys just like this guy unbox some random shit that I've like, I was like, what do you, what do the 70 Star Trek toys look like? They're all fucking terrible, but I'll watch them on a YouTube, open them up. And that's like, you know, and there, there's enough people like me who want to do that that will get people paid. You can build a career off that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was thinking, I was like, not the first time he shows up when um, uh, Trent is like just selling him stuff. I didn't, I was like, oh, that's just a guy. Once he like, it was revealing himself as a villain. I was like, I've heard this voice somewhere. Is he like just some like, you know, voice acting mainstay? Glad to know it's just Bruce Tim. (laughs) Bruce Tim. (laughs) Being Bruce Tim, the voice of the fans looking like Bruce Tim. (laughs) That makes it even funnier because like, the the 
there's like some very light moralizing i think in this episode about like mm-hmm. batman is like a good fan quote unquote because he like <laughs> you know watch the show and it meant something to him and he took it out into the world and did something constructive where it with it whereas like this bad fan quote unquote is like you know just collecting his toys and like you know um trying yeah, to like he's keep still, everything in the he's boxes still he's still batman and... still has in the fucking bat cave his <laughs> waifu shrine to the gray ghost <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> Also, the Grey Ghost walking, or Simon Trent walking into the Batcave and being like, it's just like the fucking uh, Grey Ghost lair, whatever. And, yeah. And Bruce just being like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. I can do what I want. And I, uh... I, I want to see, I want to see the Grey Ghost set of the, the, fa- the Grey Ghost lair fake Batcave. We do not ever get to see that. I wish we did, because it would be great. I'm kind of surprised that there's not, like, some like YouTube short from like 2012 or something that was like, oh, here's just like three, four minute like episodes of like what the Grey Ghost would be like. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that didn't happen. You know? Yeah, it's um, it's a different time for it, right? Because there wasn't like home media distribution. The same. There wasn't web series, right? Like if this right. show was airing in like 2002 instead of 92, they definitely would have done something like this. Right. That that would be a DVD extra. Yeah. Um. And it yeah. would have looked like shit because they wouldn't have spent the money to do it right. They but spent they would have money it. on this episode, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Spectrum. We did On Leather Wings, and um, uh, I think they did Hard Vice. They're like the A team for yeah. this show. Um, but um, I, yeah, I, it's just it's just one of those weird things where like it's also like this episode's interesting because it's like it it it, it, it desperately wants to evoke the idea that like Batman came from somewhere. Like the idea of Batman has persisted. It's really big, but it came from the pulp heroes that have all gone away. Like it, it, mm-hmm. Batman, the whole thing with like Batman went to go see Zorro, right? Like Bruce saw Zorro the night his parents were shot. That's always been part of the Batman mythos. Mm-hmm. Zorro's a character they keep rebooting every 20 years, but no one I know gives a single fucking shit about Zorro. Never has. I'm no. sorry. It's just too old. No. It, and, um, and so, like, it's just, like, one of those things that, like, gets evoked, and, like, Grey Ghost ends up being, like, a, like, right around this time, even, because Batman was big, and people were like, what are we going to do? Um, and so that you would get movies that would try to revive these pulp heroes, because Batman is one of these pulp heroes. So you get, you finally got Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy, which is a mess of a movie, but I love it a lot. I think that movie's really good. Alec um, Baldwin, The Spirit. And, uh, yeah. And uh, Alec Baldwin, The Shadow. Oh, The Spirit yes, is you. the Frank thank Miller you. one from way later, which I haven't actually seen. Probably fucking terrible. Probably um, terrible. Um, yeah, Alec Baldwin, The Shadow, and my favorite one, Billy Zane's The Phantom. Uh, oh, right! Or <laughs> he wears a purple bodysuit and lives in a giant skull cave that is, like, literally the the Bat Cave. Um, I should watch And that, that one's great, because, uh, <laughs> it's r- fucking ridiculous. It's, it's not a good movie, but I like it a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just made all these, and they weren't really successful, because you can't compete with fucking Batman. It's fucking Batman. Yeah. And then Marvel happened, and this all went away, like, instantly. Just disappeared. Um, yeah. I mean, actually, the thing that happened was, like, the CG and, like, Jurassic Park and T2 happened and changed what people wanted out of blockbuster films. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of shoved this idea of, like, we're going to revive the old Pulp Heroes and do, like, a big fake Indiana Jones adventure film just went away. Just instantly vaporized. Mm-hmm. Um because now you can have dinosaurs and metal men. Like, why would you bother with any of that shit? And then Star Wars happened in Marvel. Yeah, everyone knows. Everyone lived mm-hmm. through it. Um, someone's going to write in and be like, I actually wasn't alive for episode one. And I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up. Don't listen to my podcast. You're not allowed. <laughs> I was I was three when episode one came out. So. <laughs> God. 
um but yeah so this is just like interesting and like there's this like this i think this episode put this in my brain it's like before before the internet if you wanted to like track down a tv show there was a place you could go I didn't know what it was called. I still don't know what it's called. I'd love to go there. It sounds incredible. Where they just had all the tapes. They just kept every TV show. And you go, you go to the guy and like, I want to go see episode 56, the Mary Tyler Moore show. And he's got it for you. He's like, here's the one. And you, you get to watch it. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Why is that service? I mean, that's what torrents are for now. Like, you know, we yeah. have hard drives to, to solve this problem, but, but like, I talk that had to, to exist. <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk to a guy who knows a lot about television. I'm going to be like, I like The Prisoner. I've tried watching Danger Man. doesn't really do it for me. What should I watch next? He's going to be like The Avengers. I'm going to be like, fuck The Avengers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually watched The Avengers. I, I've had it on my uh, hard drive for years and years and years. Just haven't bothered watching it yet. I probably like it. Um, um, but yeah, no, like th- this, the, the idea of what being into television was, because even when, even mm-hmm. when VHS started coming out, you would get movies. The, you know, the big blockbuster come out. You're not buying television on VHS. And I if you was, were, it's incredibly expensive. It's like two episodes of tape and it costs you 40 bucks. I was thinking about that as they're like celebrating the release of, um, like, you know, the Grey Ghost on video. I'm like, all these people are just renting it, right? Like, all these people yeah. are going and getting merch signed and then they're going to Blockbuster to, like, rent the show. Surely yeah. no one's and, buying this. And that's VHS still, the, the, the demands will still be enough to, like, make... That guy now, now Simon Trent's loaded, right? Like it's yeah. still enough to like because yeah. renting, you know, studios push back on renting initially, but renting was such a big market and everyone did it to where like whole movies exist, like thrived and became got sequels based on their rentals being good. Yeah. I when was the last time like a movie was successful on home video and that mattered in any way? Because like I remember when like oh people talked about like Scott Pilgrim being a huge hit on home video didn't matter. Did not matter. <laughs> I mean, it probably helped buoy Edgar Wright's career. Yeah. Um, but um, um, the, the one I can think of, and it's a fucking tragedy because the movie fucking blows the Boondock Saints. Oh, my God. You're right. That has a that movie got a sequel because it was so successful. Yeah, because it was popular on, on DVD. Movie fucking sucks. Miserable film. <laughs> you can just... There's no reason for that movie to get a sequel in a world where you can just go watch, like, Willem Dafoe, like, do his stupid dances on YouTube and then call it a day. Um, yeah. No reason. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, all you need is watch him go, there was a firefight, and then that's it. You're good. You're good. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, it's just weird. Cause like, I want to, I want to, I want to not only go to the place where the TV is all capped and you, the guy knows all the shows. Mm. I would like to work there. That sounds like a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I know like film archival in many ways is like a die. Cause it's, it, it is a, it is a profession people go to school for. It is a mm. difficult process and it's not done much anymore because it's expensive and no one uses film in the same way. And like what archival, what archiving means has changed as we move to digital things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to go to the TV store and look at the televisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, and as a kid, I was just like, oh, there must be somewhere, maybe in like real cities, like not, not Omaha, but if you're living in LA or New York, there must be a place where you just, there's like a library, but all they have is television. Um, I don't think such a place ever existed. I think this is a fake idea for this, this show, but the, it's like a magical idea to me. Totally replaced by the internet. I understand that, mm-hmm. but like, oh, Speaking I want to go and like <laughs> use their viewing room to watch like random episodes of stuff. 
Speaking of replaced by the internet, I was very tickled by the moment in this episode where um, Bruce Wayne absolutely does not remember who the actor that played. Um... Oh, yes, he goes to the, <laughs> the studio archives because no one can help him. He goes to the Television Actors Guild and just is like, yes. I just need a list of your members and like roles that they played. And he's just like, I just have to fucking go through this. Flip I, through this. Was it a? It started with an S, right? Alfred's like, I yeah. don't fucking no. <laughs> Alfred's like, I only watched my fireplace, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Alfred. But also, Bruce doesn't think to ask anyone else. He has no one else to ask. If Alfred doesn't know, he's got to go to the the union to ask about their member roles because he doesn't. He literally can't ask anyone else. He can't show up as Batman and be like, Hey, Kamish, do you know anything about a, an old, uh, you know, superhero show? He's not that Batman. He's just not willing to talk to people. Mm-hmm. By Justice League, I feel like he'd be like. Hey, Clark, could you help me with something? Clark's like, sure, Batman. <laughs> also, um, Alfred's so funny in this episode because in my mind, Alfred is absolutely a guy who just puts on like the young and the restless when Bruce isn't home. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He has his niche, terrible TV shows. They're just yes. very different from the ones that Bruce watches. <laughs> yes. God. Absolutely, yeah. This Alfred absolutely watches soaps all the time. Bruce is asleep during the day. What's he gonna do? He's gonna dust and he's gonna watch his stories. Yeah. Not not a Jeremy Irons Alfred or Alfred. That Alfred is like reading philosophy and doing like one arm push ups. Uh the real real awful man. <laughs> that man's never seen a movie in his life. He's like, no, I, I have to be a weapon for Master Wayne. Also, <laughs> also Alfred in this episode going to like. You know, going to this TV show archive and just, like, looking at this guy and just seeing the fucking comic book shop guy from The Simpsons and, like, dusting his shit. (laughs) So good. (laughs) It's great. I love it. Uh, Yeah, it's it's such a weird relationship with fandom because it just represents, like... A fandom that was rapidly disappearing because of shows like this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, self-aware enough to, like, kind of cast aspersions at these fans while also putting Bruce Tim in the role of people you're casting aspersions toward, yes. you know? Yes. yes. I also um. love Bruce in the future will... and. uh will go on multiple times to be like, I can't let spry young gymnasts fight crime with me. It's too dangerous. This 70-year-old <laughs> washed-up actor who is not actually an action star, he has no problem. Like, yeah, you crash into the window. I'm going to go into the front, and it'll be great. <laughs> Bruce 100% planned that. He's definitely like, okay, this is the place. All right, you're going to stand on that roof. I'm going to give you this rope. Um... I'm going to, like, press a little button, and when you get the signal, you're going to swing in. <laughs> yes. There's a bit There's a bit in um, Batgirl Year One, which I know you want to read, so I'm not going to spoil too much about that. But there's a bit where, like, Barbara gets rope. She's like, I'm going to be like Batman. I'm going to go up and whatever. And Robin sees her doing this. He's like, no, 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 look, I need to give you the rope that I've got. Because, like, if you do, if you try to jump off a building with just rope, your arms are going to tear out of their sockets. <laughs> That's not how we do it. You need, like, special things for this. But... Batman's gonna let this old actor who just is like drinking and like, you know, eating a boxed mac and cheese because he's poor all the time, uh, do this and crash through this window, start a fire. That man could be dead. Bruce doesn't check. He's busy dragging the bad guy out. Oh, also, does Bruce Wayne just rob, um, 
some like toy collector it turns out to be fine because this toy collector's evil but like (laughs) (laughs) i assumed i assumed that loki he's been like going in his bruce or sending alfred in to buy up the merchandise okay that makes way more sense that like he's just throwing his money around and buying up all the merch and like sending it local gangster matches malone spotted buying toys (laughs) (laughs) it would be really funny if he's just stealing it though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what if it's, it's actually just one from his collection he just had multiple great ghost costumes in his collection oh maybe <laughs> yeah. um but yeah that might be it for this episode i don't know yeah it, it is it is deeply damaged behavior to go to an actor and be like play the character that you played 30 years ago and help me fight crime uh <laughs> <laughs> and originally Simon's like, I'm I'm just an actor. You what are you what are you talking about? Uh, but he does do it. He does just do it. At the end of this, and it's good. It's good that he did it. Ludicrous. <laughs> My favorite little uh line delivery from Adam West is when Batman comes back up the ladder and is like, Hey, Grey Ghost, you want to help me out with this? And Adam West is like, uh yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he, like, takes a moment to think about it. Like, this is a bad idea. Ah, whatever. He's Batman. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Batman. I'll be fine. God. Yeah, that's probably it. Next time, we are going to be watching. Let's go open up the thing and see what we got. Next produced is Prophecy of Doom. Which one's this? This is about a psychic who gets everyone into a big cult about the end of the world. Okay. Okay, I don't Bruce really remember this one. Bruce has gotta reveal him. It's it's very silly. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I'm recognizing this name, Nostromos, but like... Yes. I, I don't really remember. Yeah, that's alright. Uh, but yeah, until then, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find all my other podcasts at exportodd.io. That's also the Patreon. You give us a dollar, you get everything, or most things early. Um, I think everything that I'm on, anyway. Um, And you should do that, because, as mentioned, Nora and I are moving to a new state this month, which is um, expensive, and so we uh, appreciate everybody who's been helping us out on the Patreon. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at em underscore being. You can find most of my podcasts at rollmapping.com, but this podcast you can find at exportodd.io. If you pay a dollar, you get these episodes a week early, which you should do, because yeah. again, autumn's moving. Yeah. You also yeah. get bag end early. Yeah, uh, you get bag end early. You get a bunch of shit early, honestly. Yeah. So. Is, uh, is Ornate Stairwells a week early? That's a week yes. early, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Stairwells. Listen to Ornate Stairwells. They're finally getting to. The, I feel like I've been waiting for Dracula my entire life, and I started listening <laughs> to your podcast last week. So <laughs> we just—it's fine. Maybe no, I don't have time. I was like, do I have time to read that Mike Mignola Dracula comic before the episode? No, I don't. No. Um, no. But that's fine. Do less. Do less. Twenty twenty two. That's your goal. Do less. <laughs> um, but yeah, tell your friends. Export odd.io slash Batman. Uh, the free episodes are out a week later. Um, mm-hmm. You know, share that with people and be like, hey, you should yeah. give them a dollar. They're good. Send, They're good. Send people our uh, episode for the Batman trailer. I feel like that's a good introduction to, like, the tone of this podcast, even though we weren't talking about, like, the animated series. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, until next time. 
Batman. Batman. 